Blog Talk Radio.
really turned out a lot for us, and and uh, it looks like uh, it looks like it's going to be another good one for us. So we we're really excited about it. So will you be racing the street stock? No, I'm uh, I'm not going to race myself. Uh, I I I used to race them every now and then, and and I still love doing it. And uh, mm-hmm. but uh, it's it's not it's best if I don't do it. Why not? Is uh, I I um. You know, since I paid the tech man and I fixed the track and I do all that, you know, everybody thinks I'm cheating if I do good. You know what I mean? Look, look, I I I wouldn't care one bit if you raced it. If you if you won, that just shows me that that you had the better car, that you did everything legal by the book. Because I know you're legal and I know you wouldn't do nothing cheap. So I think it'd be cool. Yeah, yeah we, uh, <laughs> which I understand we, why you don't, you know. So anyway, and, and not saying I could win. There's some really good guys out there, man. That, it's tough. I mean, there's some real good, real good cars, and uh, and uh, so it, it uh, <laughs> sometimes, uh, you know, we have won some of those races like that, but it definitely wouldn't be no given for sure. There's some really, really good guys out there. I ain't no doubt, and I'm sure. So, do you, what's the furthest away driver you have pre-entered? You know, I really don't know. Uh, we'd have to ask Shannon on that. He's he's the one been keeping uh, getting all the entries and stuff in and stuff. But I know it's a, a broad range of uh, of drivers, uh, you know, from all over the place that's registered. I'm not sure what the furthest one away is at this point. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, he mentioned he was at his son's graduation the night from the police academy. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's neat. <laughs> so shout out to his son and all the policemen and servicemen out there for doing what they do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so what all classes y'all have that weekend, just street stocks only or other classes too? No, we're running street stocks and factory stocks both Friday and Saturday night. Uh, but on, on Friday night, we'll run, uh, open wheel modifieds and enduro cars just, and we'll run their whole show on Friday night and be done. And then, on Saturday night, we'll run the uh, Sportsman 602 uh, late models and then the 604 late models uh, on Saturday night and run their whole show there. So, uh, so wow. that's, uh, those guys, like I said, would just, like I just mentioned, they'll just run on uh, one night, you know, each. You know, they'll run, those others will run on Friday night and, and then the, uh, <clears throat> the late models, 602 and 604, will be on Saturday night. So, and then the... Wow, the that's awesome. The street socks. Factory socks and the street socks are the only ones running two nights. Well, that's cool. Y'all should have a lot of factory stocks. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, I hope so for sure. I think it's paying 3000 to win in factory stocks. So normally they really they don't race for a whole lot of money. So they'll they'll like that for sure. Well, i tell you what. Any, and I, my buddy Warren Perkins is supposed to have his car ready, and he's going to come all the way from – uh, Baby Nett to come race for y'all. Hopefully he'll have his ready. So I encourage all the Alabama drivers, Florida drivers, to come all the way to the House of Hook because it's, it's going to be hooked up. Yeah, for sure. So the and and I love I love watching the enduro class. I think that's awesome. And if I ever get me a race car, it's going to be a a Stinger four cylinder car and a, and use it for an enduro too. And I I think that. I think y'all got an awesome thing going with that enduro class. I'm sure y'all have had a lot of cars there this season too. 
Yeah, we try to that deal. We just kind of started this year. Just you know, uh, it uh, we have that Chatty Brady Wing uh, Enduro race at the, the uh, on uh, uh, what's it uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's or New Year's Day. Actually, we have a party on New Year's Eve night, and we race on New Year's Day with the Chatty Brady Wing race every year, and uh, it's uh, it's turned into being a real big deal for us, and uh, and so uh, we we hadn't been having very many of the hot shots cars uh over the past several years with the open hot shot rules you know where they let them really soup them up and so uh Mm -hmm. we we just decided to to let them all run and do like the the enduro rules where it lets the rear wheel drives and the front wheel drives and just any any car that anybody's got that's not uh that's pretty much stock can can run in it pretty much so it uh it, uh, as long as it's not, you know, turbocharged and all that stuff, you know, it's got or all-wheel drive. It's just going to be a front-wheel drive or a rear-wheel drive. And uh, it kind of opens up the door for the lower-budget uh, lower budget teams to get put together and drag an old car out from the backyard or something other like that and, and be able to run and just let everybody be able to race. Well, I, I tell you what, I, I, I love that class. And out of all the races I go to, and let me tell you, I go to a lot every year. And then I I just got asked to be the announcer at Tri-County, so I'm the announcer over there now. But the cool thing, out of all the races I go to, the Shady Brady Wing 200 is no doubt the best race I've ever been to as far as I've never seen anything like it. If, if anybody wants something that's rated R for redneck or, as Chris says, rated R for racing, then that is the race of races to go to because, I mean, I want – I was there the year Spencer Hughes won it, and I'll never forget. He come up in victory lane with Johnny Brady, and, and it started flooding. And I got my victory lane picture just as soon as the rain was coming down. That's the coolest picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that when it rained real bad there. But yeah, that was that was fun, and and uh, that race has been fun every time. So we look forward to that, Johnny. Brady, he really does a good job putting it together, making it fun, and and uh, it's. Uh, it's a fun event for sure. And I, I've been telling Ike, because I've been telling Ike, I said, as soon as I get me a car, I'm going to enter that Shady Brady Wing 200. It's just so much fun just to watch it as a fan. I can't imagine how y'all drivers feel, because I know you ran in it, and I'm sure you had a blast. Oh, yeah. I keep My car keeps breaking down every time, but I'm gonna, <laughs> one of these days I'm going to give me a car that will make it to the end. But, uh yeah, we uh, it's it's definitely fun. My sister rode with me the first time, and then my wife rode with me the last time. But we we didn't get to make but a few laps each time before I ended up tearing it up some kind of way. Well, that's some that's some buzzard luck. Either and I mean, it, I don't know if Johnny Brady put a hex on that car or what, but <laughs> yeah, the Billy, my my buddy that works for me up here at the shop, he forgot to tighten the uh, power. Uh, transmission lines up last year and it burnt it threw them off and burnt them burnt my transmission up before the race even started Ooh. man man I, I that wanted was to kill <laughs> yeah oh man i i don't blame you i i, ooh, I bet he was mad that day <laughs> yeah he's he's standing over here listening to me it's the reason i'm giving him a hard time <laughs> Oh, that's awesome out there. You're going to have to put him in timeout next year and make sure he don't touch the car. <laughs> exactly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break his fingers if he touches the car next year. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So so what is 
Okay, so everybody needs to go out to the Shady Buddy Wing 200. It's on New Year's Day. It's the best endurance race you'll ever go to. 100 laps in one direction and 100 laps in the other direction. And let me tell you, y'all can watch all my previous videos I got from the last two years, and you'll see how much fun it is. And I, I think y'all had like 70-something cars last time and finished with like 20. Yeah, yeah. It was a good many finish. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, that was for sure. So, so what are the dates on the uh, Street Thought World Championship? Uh, it's it's not this weekend, but next weekend. So, uh, what's that like the eighteenth? Let me look at that. Yeah, I think the eighteenth. I believe it. Yeah. That's uh. So I. <clears throat> yeah, seventeenth and eighteenth is Friday and Saturday night. Okay. So hopefully the cool. weather. Hopefully the weather will. Will hold out good for us, and, and it'll be a good one. I do too, because this weekend somebody made like an Indian and did a rain dance, because they're calling for seventy percent rain down my way. Yeah, yeah. Which we is, hadn't. Uh, it's fine for this weekend, as long as it's not next weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's right for sure. So yeah, um, yeah. So y'all had a pretty good season that one out this year, didn't you? Oh yeah, yeah. So far, it's been uh, it's been a really good one. We uh, we didn't have too many rain outs, and, and uh, we were able to get most all of them in. And everything everything went good. The track well, that's the track seemed to hold up real good. We we put new dirt on it. It was dirt was getting real thin by the end of the year, and we we put new dirt on it after the Street Stock Nationals, and uh, and uh, it it uh, did real good for the Fall Classic. So. We're looking forward to that. Oh, too. that's awesome. That's awesome. So do you happen to know your champions right offhand for each class? I don't. I don't. You put me on the spot there. <laughs> I don't oh, know. It's okay. on my that's race okay. pass though. It's on my race pass though for sure on on the uh on the, the Facebook page. I mean on the uh website at why not motorsportspark dot com. Yeah, I'm gonna look at my race pass, but yeah. I encourage everybody to go to Go to my race pass and follow Why Not Motorsports Park on my race pass. And a lot of a lot of people don't know this about my race pass, but, but one of the cool things is, like for drivers, most drivers don't know this, but when you go to my race pass and you look at a driver, it'll show a blank picture by their name. But if a driver goes in there and updates their profile, they can post a picture of their, them in the car and they can post all their stats, like their hometown, where they're from. They can update a lot of that information, and I think that's a cool feature a lot of people don't know about. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I, mine still, I still don't have a picture by mine. I got to figure out how to do that. I want to, I want to fix mine up. But I know a lot of people do that, and it, it's really neat. But at my race pass is really, really handy deal. You can go and look at all the times you know somebody ran in a race, or you know, and, and compare your times to, to the you know, to somebody else's times and all that type of thing, you know, and it's it's really neat. You can even go back. Uh, we were at Magnolia Racing this past weekend, and somebody was asking something about what happened last year, and I couldn't remember, so I just went on my race pass, and there it was. You could see every every lap time, every finish, every everything right there in the palm of your hand. So it's a really handy deal to keep up with things for sure. I agree. I think it's one of the, the best racing apps. 
course, I used my race pass, and then, I, I, of course, I played Dirt Track and 2, the Dirt Track game. And I wish the guys at Dirt Track and 2 would, would scan Why Not Motorsports Park into the game. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. All right, so I'm looking at your yeah. champions here. Crate Racing 602, late model sportsman. You got Randy Boyd with 306 points. He won the championship. And then Bailey Callahan from Weir, Mississippi, finished second with 294. So congratulations, Randy. Randy's a legend. I've been watching him race a long time. Uh, see, oh, Casey yeah. Haney won by landslide in the 604s. That's great, 294 points. Um. Shelby Shitty, Street Socks. Golly, he smashed second place, 408. And Courtney Passman had 202 points for second. Wow. And Chris Reeves, Factory Stocks, 334 points. Wayne Metters from Morton had 322 points. That was close. Of course, Open Wheel Modified, uh, Robert Cassida, uh, 362 points. 226 for Rusty Harrison for second. I hate Robert lost his house, but the positive thing is Robert won the championship at Why Not, so that's something good to look at. And then... <laughs> well, I didn't make up for that, bless his heart, but at least had to be. I know. He, he just can't catch a break, can he? <laughs> I know. That was, that was a tough deal. I hate to hear that. I can't, I can't even imagine what, what he's going through. I see his post on Facebook, and I'm like, man... And, and I'm, I, and I gotta make sure and keep saying some prayers. Uh, so y'all pray, y'all be sure and keep playing, praying for Robert that he gets a house built. Wow, y'all had, and it, it even lists on here, I didn't even realize the Southern Outlaw Midgets, it lists them for points. Timothy Thrash won that 50 points. Neil Baggett won the Super Late Models at 76 points. And then, okay, so here's your Enduro. So Doug Todd from Meridian. 414 points, and I guess David Todd's brother finished second with 400 points. So that was pretty close. Uh-huh. That enduro class, man. So I'm looking at this. 26 cars total have raced for points at least one race or another. Why not? That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yep, that's a neat deal. So, okay, one quick thing before I get you off here. So you mentioned y'all were doing some work at your church tonight. Uh, yeah, my my wife, she's got into being the decorator for everything up there. So uh, she gets all these grand ideas of how to make something look, and then and then uh, she wants me to come help her help her make it happen. So <laughs> we've been uh, we've been up there uh, rigging stuff up, hanging stuff from the ceiling and stuff. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> well, that's cool. That that that's cool that you get involved in your local church because one thing I try to do on this podcast is try to put God first and everything. So that's pretty cool that, that you go to church and you're a Christian. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. We got to do that. Yeah. Cause I mean, without God, we got nothing, you know, without him, we have no racetrack. We have no this, that, you know, for sure. Absolutely. You got any? Uh, so you got anybody you want to shout out? Any sponsors or anything? Well, just everybody that helps us keep the thing going. I, I hate to start naming names because I know I'll miss I'll miss a lot of them. But uh, I know on this particular race coming up, you know the uh, the World Championship. You know uh, Jackson and Industries is a big sponsor that's really helping put up some of that money to make it be that twelve thousand to win. 
And uh, so we really like to thank them and all the guys that help us week in, week out, put this show on and and, uh, and keep the track rolling. It takes a whole takes a whole lot of people to to a lot of a lot of selfless people volunteering and whatnot to help help keep it going. It takes every one of them. So we really appreciate everybody and thanks for thanks for putting this little deal on and and uh, having a podcast to help help out dirt racing. We we appreciate what you do as well, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. And anytime, anytime you want to call in on the show, every Thursday at 7 p.m. Central. Okay, bud. Have a good one, man. Thank you all for having me. All right. Appreciate you calling in. See ya. Bye-bye. Awesome, y'all. So that was Rodney Wing, the owner of the House of Hook, Why Not Motorsports Park. Let me tell you, that track is hooked up. I'm so glad Rodney called in. He's a super good dude, man. I, I love I love going to Why Not. I hadn't been there a lot this year. I've been so busy uh, uh, helping mother and Jamie with his racing and stuff. And then now I'm the announcer at Tri-County Speedway. So I'm I'm definitely going to have to go to some more races next year at Why Not. But I do plan on coming to this race. I hope to be there Saturday for the big race, uh, factory stops, street stops. So y'all be sure and go on out, support Rodney, tell him, Tell him the Southern Dirt Track Report sent you. Tell him Jerry sent you with Race Safe for Fuel Arrester. And uh, I think it's a great track. Uh, Chris, Shout out Chris Creighton, Race Chat Live. Chris Creighton is the announcer at the House of Hook, One Up Motorsports Park. And then shout out to Shannon Ayers. So we mentioned Shannon earlier. So y'all congratulate him. His son's graduating from the police academy tonight. So salute to his son. Uh, I salute all law enforcement officers. And... Uh, you know, so uh, so yeah, yeah. Shout out to him and shout out to our troops. I proudly support the troops, police officers, fire department, EMTs, just basically first responders, and our troops. Uh, shout them out. And so, if anybody else would like to call into the show, uh, uh, looks like I may not be able to get Cameron on the show. He is live at the racetrack. Oh, he's helping Dalton Cook with his super late model program. And Dalton's on the pole. Shout out Dalton Cook. That's pretty cool, man. But Cameron's over there at Sonoya Raceway this weekend in Sonoya, Georgia. And Sonoya's big race got rained out this weekend for Friday and Saturday, but they are racing their local classes tonight. So y'all be sure to go to Sonoya Raceway's Facebook, check out the website. And I hope they have a great show tonight with the local classes because I was watching their announcer earlier. He was live on Facebook, and he was talking about how they had their local classes racing for big money tonight. But the good thing is they're getting those in, but the sad thing is they're not going to be able to run the big race this weekend due to the rain. But the good thing is that they are at least getting to race one night, and this is their final race of the season at Sonoya Raceway. Y'all be sure and support them. And let's see what other topics we got to talk about. Um, yeah, so Cameron's real busy. Let's see. They're running us pretty quick out here. I'll see what I mean. All right, that's okay, Cameron. He, he's busy, so I I understand if he can't call in, so that's understandable. Um <laughs> uh, just laughing at a post. So y'all be sure and check us out on Race Safe and Fuel Arrester on Facebook. 
And, of course, this show is presented by Rice Safe for Field Arrestor. So shout out to Robbie for uh, doing this and presented by Rice Safe Field Arrestor. And I got to give a shout out to Jason McMillan with the 110 Sports Nation. Um, Shout out to Jason for doing this podcast for me. He didn't have to, so that's really great. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then, of course, give a shout-out to my buddy, Artie Shook, at the Southern Dirt Track Report. That's my dude right there. Me and Artie go way back. And hopefully I'll be able to make that race at Why Not that Saturday. I'm going to be videoing the races. And um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Y'all be sure to go watch the Open Wheel Modifieds that Friday night uh, at Why Not Motorsports Park. Open Wheel Modifieds, of course, the other classes, the Enduro class, they're racing that night. So that'll be fun. And who knows? I may get off early enough to go watch that. I don't know. Uh, depends. But yeah, that's that's Friday night and then Saturday night. Of course, they got the big program, the three stocks, factory stocks, and of course, I think Rodney said six or four is six or two sportsmen. So that's cool. And that enduro class is awesome, y'all. Um, and shout out to Johnny Brady. Brady's hitting an air for running the. Uh, Shady Brady winning 200, and he he puts that on every year with the help of Rodney and the track, and it's just a great race. And Johnny Brady is a good dude, man, and shout him out too. And I want to try to have at least one more show this year, and next Thursday um, I want to try to have one more show. And what I want to do is have a champions show. And I want to have champions, whether it's from Tri-County, whether it's Deep South, why not? Uh, I want to have some champion drivers call in that won the championship in their classes and call in and talk about your championship season at your track. I definitely want to get one from at least Tri-County because that's where I'm the announcer at now. And maybe I'll get Kayla Gassner on here, Kayla and her husband, uh, uh, Adam Gassner at Gassner Construction LLC. Um, maybe get them on because I know they loved it when they came on the first time. She was nervous. She was nervous as a long tail cat in a room for the rocking chairs, but hey, she did pretty good. And then after a few Chuck Norris jokes, they both, they both just started laughing and telling Chuck Norris jokes. So it was great. Um, great, great podcast when they came on. And speaking of Chuck Norris, um, did y'all know that Chuck Norris can hit you so hard your blood will bleed? <laughs> or the newest one, uh, Chuck Norris can gargle peanut butter. <laughs> I love telling Chuck Norris jokes because I'm a huge Chuck Norris fan. I've I, I been to the website. So they're about seeing all of them. The ones I don't like are the perverted jokes that ain't clean. I love the clean ones. But if you like, if you like a good laugh, um, Chuck Norris jokes is the way to go. And, and speaking of Chuck Norris jokes, so Scott Sessions told me one night at Northwest Florida Speedway, he loves my Chuck Norris jokes, I tell him. And then Scott Sessions was like, he told me, he said, hey, did you know that Chuck Norris can win a super late model race on a go-kart? <laughs> <laughs> he made that one up on the fly. And if I laughed any harder, I believe I'd peed my pants. <laughs> And let's see, the uh, one last one to get my audience laughing is uh, 
Chuck Norris can do a wheelie on a unicycle. <laughs> That's a bad dude right there. Oh, boy. So, it's almost at the end of the season, or it is the end of the season, really. Uh, Race Cat Live just ended their show last week after the championship race at Phoenix. And so, I want to try to do at least one more show. To be honest with you, I could keep going. I love doing this stuff, but I'm going to be doing coon hunting pretty soon with my ministry, Coon Hunters Outdoors Ministries. You can look me up on Facebook at Coon Hunters Outdoors Ministries. I'm going to be doing doing a lot of coon hunting pretty soon on Thursdays and Fridays, so that's going to kind of kill my time with this. But I will be back next season. You best believe it, because I told Jason another day. I'm very appreciative of this show, and I will be back. And if anybody wants to call in before I end the show tonight, uh, the call-in number is 718-664-9861. Uh, number again is 718-664-9861. And if you want to talk local racing, asphalt, dirt, racing, safety, call in. But just don't have no vulgar language and no cuss words on here because I will not tolerate it. Um, man, there's so many things safety-wise we could talk about. Gloves. I wish I wish tracks would make it mandatory drivers wear gloves. And... I know Mr. Jeff Clark feels the same way. Um, and then I, I wish there's so many things that needs to be mandatory in racing as far as safety that should be. It's not. Gloves is one of them, definitely. Because, you know, and, and the number one excuse you hear, well, I can't pull my tear out. <laughs> like, well, what? Man, you can you can do it. You can find a way to do it when you don't have to you know, you can find a way to bend your tear-offs where you can pull them with a glove. That's just an excuse. You know, just like my buddy Daniel Sullivan, his day at Tim, I, I know I've mentioned that before. I'm going to mention it again. I don't care. How many times i got to mention it? It's my show, so I just went, beat a dead horse to death, I guess. But one of the things Mr. Tim told me, and I don't ever forget it, he said, man, that's, that's just an excuse when they say that. He said, I, the way I do it in my racing, and he races, He's raced and modified a lot, and he and race. He's been racing for years, and one of the things he said was, he's like, look, he said, I can, I can put, turn my tear, I can peel my tear offs, just bend them just enough, to where I can pull them off my gloves, and I don't have a single bit of problem getting them tear offs off of my gloves. And you know it, and he's right. You can do it like that, but some people don't do that. I, oh, I can't grip my steering wheel, or I can't, I can't. Pull my tear. Man, that's just excuse me. When you get burnt in your hands, don't 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 come to me. Don't uh uh-uh. uh. The first thing I'm you oh you know what? Jared was right. Mr. Tim was right, or so and so was right. I should have listened to him. Oh, too late now. I ain't gonna pay you bills. Oh, uh, when you get burnt, and I don't know. People just don't don't take safety serious. You'd be surprised how many times I hear excuses of not to buy a safety product. Whether it's gloves, fuel arrester, anything safety-wise, they will come up with all kinds of excuses. Now, that's one thing, you know, if you ain't got the budget for it, that's that's understandable, whatever. But so much stuff out there, and safety can save your life and racing. Don't skip on safety. You know, I mean, how many times have you seen a driver where all they focus on there's more horsepower, going fast, getting getting the expensive this, expensive that. They don't they buy 
they buy, I mean, they just skip on safety. It's a one-layer racing suit that ain't going to protect you from much, if anything, or no gloves, or putting cheap stuff on your race car. Now, I understand drivers got to do what they got to do, you know, as far as the budget goes. But save you a little money. It doesn't save you a little money. It doesn't hurt to spend a, a little extra on a good safety product, in my opinion. I ain't, I ain't trying to tell nobody what to do. I'm just saying, in my opinion, you want a good safety product in your race car and your racing. You want to be able to go home to your family and say, hey, I'm okay. You know, if you if you get in a wreck and you get hurt and you don't have the you don't have safety gear or good safety gear, either one, then your family's gonna have to feel that hurt. And what if there's been times where drivers take Dale Earnhardt, for instance, Dale Earnhardt got killed at tell at Daytona, and I I recorded that I cried and cried because I was a Dale Earnhardt fan. And but if Dale Earnhardt hadn't died that day. The Hans device would not be mandatory in NASCAR. And and then I know people look at it and say, oh, that thing's expensive or or I'm claustrophobic, you know. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, if you look in the... Okay, how can I put this? Kind of... So, safety, when you look at something like the Hans device, you have to say, well, what's more important, my life or, you know, so, hey, it's only however much a Hans device is. I, I'm uh, like a Vamp neck brace, for instance. Uh, Vamp, their neck brace is basically the same thing as a Hans device, made a little different, but it does the same thing. Kind of, you know, protects your neck from getting snapped in the event of an accident. So here's a good example, like a Vamp neck brace is $400. And you buy that Vamp neck brace, and if it can save your life, I mean, if it makes you claustrophobic, then you'll just have to deal with it. Because if it saves your life and you come home to your family and you're okay, then that's what's more important. You know, because, uh, and then like the fuel arrestor, for instance. So our fuel arrestor for the 16 to 22 gallon fuel cell starts out at, Let's see, three ninety nine. So basically, around four hundred dollars, which is the same price of a Zamp neck brace. So if somebody's willing to buy a Zamp neck brace to help protect them from their neck getting snapped, surely somebody would buy a fuel arrestor to help keep them from getting in a fuel fire and catching fire. Because who knows? I mean, I haven't heard at least. Six, seven different people that I know personally that told me that, that that they race and they tell me they say, look, fuel fires are what scares me. The number one thing that scares me in racing is getting burned up in a fuel fire. And you know, it's time to start taking stuff like that serious. Instead of instead of coming up with excuses, you know, think about your family, think about your friends, think about everybody that's going to be affected around you. If you was to get hurt, you didn't have this safety gear. You know, and like the fuel arrestor, for instance, you can look on our Facebook and scroll way back. You can see dozens and dozens of stories and videos of drivers catching fire. And then, of course, one of the things I hear about the fuel arrestor is, well, that was in the front of the car. That was 
that wasn't that wasn't fuel. That wasn't this. That wasn't that. So, whoa, 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 wait a second now. Just because the fuel arrester is our main product, that does not mean that's all we make. We make a fuel arrester to fit your fuel pump. We make a fuel arrester uh, that goes around your battery to prevent your battery from exploding. Um, in case it explodes, you don't want to get battery acid on you because how many people do you know can afford a $400 to $500 uh, Optima gel battery? You know, not everybody can afford a nice battery like that. So if you have a regular conventional battery from the auto parts store, then you want to get this fuel arrestor, in my opinion, get it and put it around your battery to prevent it from exploding. Because you can ask Mr. Kevin Saucier. He was a deep south this year, and I've mentioned this story dozens of times, and I have to because I witnessed it. And then, of course, I, I work with Racex Fuel Arrestor, so I'm trying to get our product out there. And so... You know, I watched Mr. Kevin's battery explode in his car. I didn't find out till later when I went and talked to him in the pit that that's what happened was his battery exploded. And so we make the fuel arrestor to fit around your battery because you don't want to have what happened to him. It happened at Deep South. That was pretty scary. And his factory stopped. And thank the Lord, he was okay. It wasn't no worse. But it was a big fireball when that battery did explode. And, you know, if it can happen to him, they can happen to anybody. Don't be one of those stupid people who say, oh, this won't happen to me, this won't happen to me. The ones who don't take safety serious are the ones who get hurt, the ones who joke about it, the ones who say, oh, I don't need this, I don't need that. And then when they get hurt, say, well, maybe I should have listened to somebody. Well, too late now. And like and another product we make with the fuel arrestor is we make the fuel sleeving uh, that goes around your fuel hose. And we can, if you want it to go all the way to the front of your race car, or if you want it to go halfway, whatever, we can make it as long as you want it. You just let us know what size fuel hose you have, the dimensions of your fuel hose, and we can make a fuel wrap to fit it. And in my opinion, it's best to get one that goes all the way to the front of the car. That way, you know, it's another thing. And then, of course, the one with the fuel pump and make it too in case your fuel pump explodes. Because if you look at our flyer, on our Facebook page, or Racex Fuel Arrestor, and I, I just put it on our website too. And so on our new flyer I made, I added uh, what all products we make uh, to the flyer. And then the pictures I added are from Deep South Speedway in 2021 when I was there. So everybody knows that I'm a photographer and I video races also for the Southern Dirt Track Report. So in 2021, I was still taking photography pictures and I took some pictures of a stinger driver. I don't remember his name, but he was coming off the racetrack, and his car exploded on the front of the car. And what it was, his fuel pump exploded, and fuel was spewing everywhere in the front of the car. And my friend Dustin Cox with the Stapleton Volunteer Fire Department was one of the firefighters on the scene. With, and I don't remember the other guys that were on the scene with the fire department, but Dustin was one of the ones I remember. And Dustin was in front of the car with the fire hose, and they were trying to put the fire out, and the driver got out of the car, but that was a big blaze. And then they finally got the fire out, and because it's fuel in that car, it, it spiked up again. And big blaze came up and almost hit Dustin in the face. Like, he, he told me when that fireball exploded again, it, it, it come up and almost hit him in the face directly. And he told me how scary that was. And so... So I got the pictures of that happening. 
and the pictures of them putting the fire out. So go check them pictures out. It's pretty scary. Just because it's in the front of the motor don't mean we don't make a product that, that will not help prevent a fuel fire like that. Because when that fuel pump exploded, man, that was a big fire on that stair car. And they eventually got the fire out for a second time. It never blazed back up. But that just goes to show you anything can happen. And then another thing we talked about is like sprint cars. Of course, we can do one for sprint cars. Um, like methanol and all these all these fuels you can't really see, but you can smell it and it burns. It burns showing up. That's that's a silent killer right there, what I call it. Um, because uh, any kind of race fuel, the fuel arrester will suck up the race fuel. And uh, when we're down to 741, don't have another caller calling in, so Cameron, of course, is busy. I don't know if Robbie is listening or not, but if you're listening, Robbie, it'd be cool if Robbie called in. But I don't know if he's listening or not. But uh, if anybody wants to call in to the show and talk safety and their local racing, don't matter where you live, as long as you talk safety and local racing, or if you don't talk about Jesus, you call in. If you want to talk about God and Jesus, hey, I'm a Christian, so I try to put God and Jesus first in everything I do. So if you want to talk about that, read a Bible verse, whatever you call in, the number to call in is 718-664-9861 is the number to call in. Got a little bit left in the show. Uh, I really appreciate Rodney Wayne, the owner of the House of Hook, calling in. Uh, he's a good dude. I thank the world of, of him and of course, Chris Creighton and then Shannon Ayers over at, at Why Not. So I'm excited, man. I, I hope I get to go there and video the races. Uh, I think it's going to be awesome. And hopefully they get me a, a new video camera soon where I can get my video quality updated for next season. And I thought about something cool. So since I'm going to be the announcer at Tri-County, um, the video camera... I end up getting, I'm going to have to get a small tripod. I'm going to keep my big one, but I'm going to use it and take the races. And because I like my big one, that, that thing is awesome. But if I get me a small one I can put on the desk uh, at Tri-County, I will be able to film the races at Tri-County and announce at the same time. I'll see if I, how I can do that. That way I can get those videos out there. So the supporters group on Southern Dirt Track Report supporters uh, join today for four ninety nine a month. That's where all of our uh, videos go, is in our supporters group. So uh, it's been a great season. And I don't know. I'm trying to see if I can reach out to somebody to call in. I don't, I don't guess We're getting close to the end of the show here because I usually try to go an hour. Sometimes I have gone over an hour, especially when uh, special callers call in. I miss Donald Parker. Oh, speaking of Donald Parker, um, yeah, I'll be sure and say a prayer for uh, Donald Parker and his brother Ernie and the rest of their family. They lost Model Parker this week. She passed away at the hospital. So y'all yeah, be sure and pray for them. I know Miss Donald's taking it pretty hard and the rest of them are. So when I was at the uh, Hattiesburg Speedway, that last race, um, when I was there, uh, I seen 
Miles Parker. I've never actually talked to her, but the few races I've been to, I, I knew she was there. And that one, I've seen her. She was sitting up front talking with an elderly fellow, like a military veteran up front at the ticket booth, and everybody walked in. And she was just talking. They were greeting fans and stuff. And I think that was cool because everybody recognizes um, Mama Parker that goes to Haysburg pretty regular. And she was uh, a pretty big deal to everybody at the racetrack. So I'll be sure to say a prayer for all the Parkers. And before I get off the show, I want to talk about um, my announcing at Tri-County Speedway. So for those who don't know, I'm the announcer at Tri-County Speedway, and I'm just going to kind of talk about myself for a change. I usually don't, I usually don't put myself in the spotlight, but I kind of want to this time. Um, I really, really enjoyed being the announcer at Tri-County Speedway. I want to thank Isaiah Day for asking me to be the announcer at Tri-County Speedway, because I've been praying. Um, I've been praying a lot for the work situation and then praying that God, ha- whatever God provides next. And, but then I, then I fi- it finally hit me one day. I was like, you know what? I mean, it's great that I'm praying for that, but I also need to pray that, that God prepares me for what's next. And so I started praying that and I prayed and prayed that and a boom, one, one night out of the blue, Isaiah just messaged me and he said, Hey, I love your racing videos. And he said, How'd you like to be the announcer at Tri County? I was floored because he had asked me before, but I had to turn it down. Uh, this has been several years ago and I turned it down for a good reason. And then so, but this time I said, You know what? I'm not going to turn this opportunity down. Uh, so God blessed me with him reaching out to me as the announcer. I was like, okay. And so he enjoyed my racing videos. And I got to give a shout out to him and Miss Marilyn Day, his mom, and of course Joshua Day, his brother, and then Chuck, uh, Miss Marilyn's husband, who owns a racetrack. Got to give a shout out to the Day family, just their whole entire family, super awesome people. So I got to announce the race on the 20th, the 21st, when we had our Halloween ride. We had the hay ride at the racetrack, which is pretty cool. And we had several tractors and pickup trucks, and we had the trailers, and the kids hopped on the trailers, and they rode around in the pits, and all the drivers passed out uh, passed out candy to all the kids. So that was really cool. And, of course, my buddy Jamie was going to go, got to shout him and Jacob Gregory out. They came on the show last week. And um, they was in their pits, and they were passing out candy as the kids come by. And so that was my first night announcing. And Jamie mentioned uh, a funny story we talked about last week. is how there was an announcer at a racetrack uh, that, that they raced at. And the announcer, every other word he would say that would come out of his mouth was, wow, wow. Woohoo or wow. And Jamie said that got so annoying hearing that. And he told me, he's like, before you start announcing, he's like, look, I'm gonna give you some advice. He's like, don't, don't say wow. Please do not say wow. And then so he told me, he said, 
he said, now, if you want me to, he said, I'll come down there and do an intermission. And uh, after I'm done with my race, and I'll, you know, coach you through some things, whatever. No, he didn't need to. I, I've, I've been, I've been announcing these videos for so long, or, or, yeah, announcing my videos that I do, kind of like the, you know, pros do on TV. Uh, I've been announcing them so long, it just came so easy to me to do that. And you know, God blessed me with that ability to be able to do that. And he didn't even meet. He didn't even come up there. He didn't even need to. And he takes me before the, uh, he takes me before the speaker. I mean, before halftime. Uh, no, 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 no. That was before the races. He said, all right, now, I don't remember the exact words. It's in my phone. But he said, all right, now, don't, don't do no woohoos and don't do no wows. A little less woohoos and less wows. That's what he told me. Yeah, it was during halftime intermission. Because he had, he had heard me talk earlier, and he was telling me how impressed he was. And then he texted me and said, look, a little less woohoos, a little less wows, and we'll be great. <laughs> and and I, I ain't going to lie, I had to catch myself a few times. I told him I had to catch myself a few times from, from saying wow or whatever. And so that was, that was hilarious, pretty funny. And then ended the night. Uh, on a good positive note, uh, I did really, really good. And just from listening to the former announcer, Michael, uh, and then all these other announcers, just listening to them, how they do it, you know, I was able to, you know, put that towards what I do too. And it, and it helped. And so shout out to Michael. He was a former announcer. I met him this past weekend up there. He's a pastor. And, uh, He's also a football announcer for the Flumberton Hurricanes, I believe. So shout out to Michael. I uh, appreciate you with the encouragement you gave me of uh, how good you thought I did. And uh, I had several people come up to me. I had a fan come up to me. He said, hey, you the, are you the announcer? I said, yeah. He said, well, I, I was the one that commented on y'all's Facebook post. And I thought, oh, okay, well, appreciate it. And he thanked me. I really enjoyed the way you announced. I just enjoyed it. And so I had Shep Lucas. I had a whole bunch of people at Cartwright, uh, Mississippi Cartwright. Oh, my goodness. Super awesome lady. She she told me that two days, or actually all three nights, she told me how good I did. And that was really cool hearing that from her and Shep Lucas and all these others. I really appreciate it. They, they all... There's so many good people in, in racing down this way. And then the fans were giving good feedback to Miss Maryland and everybody at Tri-County how good I did. That is, that's super cool, y'all. All glory to God on that. It wasn't nothing I did. It was all the ability God gave me and he blessed me with. And I was able to put that towards, you know, and who knows, this may lead to something, uh, something full-time down the road. Who knows? I don't. All I know is I'm going to keep praying that, that God has in store for me what's next. And maybe I can sell some fuel arresters before the end of the year. That would have really mean a lot to me if I could sell some uh, fuel arresters before the end of the year. And if I could if I could sell fuel arresters full time, oh, my goodness, that would be awesome. And if you've got a racing series that, that would love to, make, um, to talk about the fuel arrester, maybe get it in your series, let us know. All right, me, me and Robbie and 
Paul can have a talk about it. Oh, let's discuss it because we'd love, we'd appreciate your business. And we're going back to Tri-County Speedway. I just enjoyed it so much working with the days and it was just so easy and effortless. And one of the things I laughed so hard at Shep Lucas was talking about that Friday night, uh, excuse me, Saturday night, because we raced Saturday and Sunday. And that Saturday night, Shep, Shep told me Sunday, I think it was Sunday he told me this. He said, one of the things I like, and it may have been may have been one I said the 28th, or I mean 21st, I can't remember which night it was. It was one of those three nights. But he said, he said I was over here in the pits, and I appreciate you and nothing because he said, he said, you know the drivers, and you know what you're talking about, and you can keep the fans entertained. And I was sitting there working on a race car. I, I couldn't even watch the races because we was getting Dale's car ready. And he said, he said, next thing I know, I hear you yell out, holy cow crap, Batman. And he said, he lost it. He said, everybody started laughing. He said, I, I knew you had said something about Batman, and I thought it was the funniest thing. <laughs> I love being random. I love being funny. And, and, I, and I'll say that a lot. I'll be like, holy cow crap, Batman, save us all, or whatever. Or holy smokes, Batman. And, uh, just just little funny little little quotes like that to get people laughing and so that was cool to hear all the feedback. So I appreciate everybody that told me thank you. And shout out to my friend Eddie Ritchie with Turn One Photos. And then also gotta give a shout out to David Cranick, turn uh at Impact Zone Photos. Appreciate what David said, tell me about how good I was doing. I appreciate that. Man, David's a friend of mine. I like I thank the world of him. And, uh, of course, shout out to Fast Two Photos. Uh, can't remember her name. I always forget it. She was taking photos there, too. But huge shout out to Mr. Eddie Ritchie, though. That's, that's my dude, man. He, I asked him because he came up to track out. It was his first time ever coming there. And it was that Sunday, so Sunday race. And I asked him, I said, hey, can you get some pictures of me during intermission? I texted him. And he's like, what's he going to do at intermission? Because he's never been there before. And I, and I said, well, they're going to be doing the championship trophies and I'll be announcing the winners. So he got about 14 pictures of me, um, uh, with, with all the championship winners. And that was, that's super cool, super, super cool. Cause, you know, to be a, to be a old redneck from a little town, a redneck folks from Grove Hill, you know, that's a big deal to do something like that. Maybe small to some people, but that's huge to me because, you know, where I live, there's 1,400 rednecks and other folks where I live. So, you know, that's a big deal to be asked to be an announcer of a racetrack. And, shoot, I love Tri-County Speedway, man. Uh, I love big tracks. Um, my dream is to go to a one-mile racetrack, half-mile racetrack. Those are my dreams. Big To go to some really, really big racetracks, that'd be cool to go to some of those. And I love track on the speedway, man. We're three eighths mile, uh, got a little banking to it and good, good racing surface. And we had a great night of racing the other night. But the cool thing besides Miss Eddie taking my pictures was Miss Marilyn, I got her and, uh, Isaiah to meet my mom and dad. My mom and dad got to come to the races. So that was really huge. And I love my mom and dad. So they got to come, they got to come that Sunday. And I got my picture made with them. So I went by Steve Drugs in Grove Hill and got a whole bunch of pictures printed out from their photo kiosk. 
And it's so much better to do business with a small business like City Drugs and go into some liberal-owned large conglomerate company like Walmart or 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 Walgreens that don't care about your local people. They don't. They just see you as a number. They don't see you as a name. I, I just can't stand companies like that. But shout out to City Drugs, Grove Hill. Uh, they're local, owned by a family out of Linden, I believe, and they own two drug stores. And of course, they got Mr. Allen uh, working at the Grove Hill store because he used to own uh, medicine chest. So they're just great people. And they got a photo kiosk in there. And you go in there and get your photos printed off. You can get CDs made, your photos. And it's the neatest machine because you can plug your phone up to it. You can plug your memory card up to it, whatever kind of memory card you got. Or you can use the machine's Wi-Fi and transfer your pictures to the machine. And you can print off any kind of size photo you want, which is cool. That's where I got my pictures from. And uh, I got one really huge one of me, my dad, my mom. I'm going to make me a frame out of wood. And I'm going to use the wood frame to uh, to put my photo in. And my other favorite photo besides that, that was my all-time favorite, but my other favorite photo was the one of me interviewing Isaiah because he finished third in the 602 championship for the Crate Racing USA Sportsman over there. And, you know, one thing I like about Tri-County is they don't play favorites. And really, I don't believe in playing favorites and all that stuff. And the days they don't play favorites over there everybody's treated equal treated fair so if you hear somebody say something stupid like that they're playing favorites they don't do that trust me i'm there every weekend and now i'm gonna be there showing up every weekend now that i'm the announcer and i can tell you they're not that kind of people they don't do that they don't allow that uh they don't allow cheating so uh tri-county speedway is the place y'all want to race next year we got five classes as of now, and hopefully we'll bring. I hope they bring the junior slingshots back on schedule. But they did bring the junior slingshot um, back this Sunday for the race, and my buddy Dougie Halford, his son broke, and then Dougie broke in his car, his pure stock. And you talk about the buzzard look. Dougie's uh, turns out Dougie's uh, his axle broke on the front of his car. His wheels towed in, so. Oh, he didn't couldn't get it fixed. So then Zachary broke on the slingshot. And the cool thing about these junior slingshots, like all these fat cars and drivers are so tight knit that I'm sure he had several people help him thrash to get his son's car back out there. And Zachary won the race, which is cool. I think Sawyer Johnson finished second. So shout out to those kids. And Zachary won the uh, slingshot championship up there at Northwest Florida Speedway. So shout out to Zachary Halford and Dougie and Amy and them, great, great friends of mine. And so that was cool. So maybe they'll get the junior slingshot. So if you don't know what the junior slingshots are, they're basically a little kind of like a light model looking car, miniature car, but they run a Briggs and Stratton lawnmower motor and a two barrel carburetor, or excuse me, one barrel. They used to run a two barrel. In my opinion, I like the two barrel better because I like seeing how fast they can run. With a two barrel on these cars, they run 60, 70 miles an hour easy on a big track. And with the one barrel, they, of course, most tracks went to the one barrel down here because they say it was safer for the kids. And so Tobias Slingshot is going to make some. But shout out to Rich Tobias and Tobias Slingshot. 
you look up Tobias Slingshot, look up, he's got several dealers across the U.S., but he's the only one that makes them. He's got the patent on them. Uh, Speedway Entertainment is one of the main dealers that sells the Tobias Slingshot. Fortune by used runs around here. Uh, somebody's got a used one for sale. And uh, I think y'all need to get one for your kids. It's a great class. So before we get off the show, let's announce the winners we had at Track County Speedway. Uh, D.G. Hawkins won both nights in the um, Iron Horse light models. That's the cheapest light model you can get into, an older chassis, and basically a little pure stock motor uh, pretty much is what you got in them Iron Horse light models. Cheapest light model you can get into. So D.G. Hawkins won the championship and won both nights of racing, so shout out D.G. Hawkins. And let's see, we had the pure stock. Uh, Fred Flintstone himself, or L.J. Falk, Larry Falk, won the Pure Stock Championship. And the bounty race they had Saturday night. Oh, my goodness. Brandon Harris come over there in his son Landon's car. And Brandon spanked the field and won the bounty race for L.J. Falk. So he took that $500 because they had the bounty on L.J. And he took that $500 all the way to the bank. That was impressive. And then, of course, you had Wesley Holmes, Ethan Pickering, you know, up there in the top. And then Larry Falk was there at the end, just couldn't pull it, pull it, pull it in. Larry won the championship, and then Larry come back and won the second bounty they had on him Saturday. I mean, Sunday night, Larry won that one. So shout out to Larry for winning that one. And then, of course, your late models, um, Dale Lucas won both nights. So shout out to Dale Lucas and. I think J.C. Wilson was your 602 Crate Racing USA champion. So, so shout out to J.C. Wilson, that Wilson Lumber Car, or J.C. Wilson and Frank Wilson, good people. So shout them out. And then we had the IMC modified both nights. And Greg Hopkins, he come back and kicked butt and took names that Saturday night in the IMC modified. I mean, he looked like. He looked like he used to when he was winning every weekend. He looked just like he used to. And then Sunday night, Greg didn't look so good. I don't know what happened to the car, but he didn't look so good. I want to say LJ took it Sunday night. Um, it was either LJ or, no, excuse me, my bad, William Bartlett. William Bartlett and that Todd Neheiser number 72 car. Um, so I got to give a shout out to Todd Neheiser. He put up the money for the IMCA mods this weekend, discount towing out of Panama City. So if you need any tows around Panama City, be sure and hit up discount towing. And then of course White Tire and Auto and Towing sponsored uh also at Tri County Speedway. So uh be sure and go to White's Tire in Plumberton if you need any new tires, anything like that. And then uh gotta give a shout out to Pepsi bottling of Atmore, uh which is Pepsi's owned by Buffalo Rock, but uh, yeah, Pepsi Bottling of Atmore, uh, they put up some sponsorships, so that was really, really cool to see. So thank you to Pepsi Bottling of Atmore for doing that awesome sponsorship that y'all put up. And then, of course, we had the uh, Adam Gassner and Gassner Construction. Uh, he put up for the Bombers, so shout out to Adam Gassner and Gassner Construction. Look him up on Facebook, Gassner Construction. And then also we had TJ Paul with HP Graphics. Um, he sponsored the uh, the numbers and the wraps, uh, what he sponsored. And then, of course, we had uh, Campbell 
over there at the machine shop. Um, oh, shoot, I can't remember the name of the... Uh, I think it was Campbell's Powder Coating out of Montgomery. I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher this. I don't have it in front of me. But i got to give Campbell a shout-out with his powder coating for the sponsorship. So if you need any powder coating done to your race car, uh, to your frame, anything you need, uh, go give Campbell a call. Look him up on Facebook. He's got a Facebook, I do believe. Uh, it's out of Montgomery, Alabama, so check him out. And I hope I'm not missing any other sponsors for Track County. But, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And, whew, and it's hard to, to just think of content when you ain't got somebody calling in. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, it's 8.05, so it's time to end the show. Um, I'm tired and uh, had a long day at work, so we'll keep praying for them changes. Maybe God will keep revealing changes to me and what's what's coming up next for me. If y'all would, keep in prayer for me. And pray that they have some good racing this, this coming up weekend uh, when they have the races at Why Not the 17th and 18th. So pray for Rodney and staff that they have some good racing. And pray for my buddy Artie. Uh, he could use some prayers. And uh, especially that he gets his car fixed and going or or at least a better ride than the current car he's got. But y'all pray for Artie. Pray for my buddy Robbie that he gets back surgery. He needs back surgery pretty bad. It's, his back's bothering him pretty bad. So y'all pray for Robbie. And you got any prayer requests, reach out to me. You can reach out to me on Cooner's Outdoors Ministries also. I'll be glad to pray for you. And let me go to our website real quick and we'll read these Bible verses and we're going to end the show. Let's see. I think I'm going to end the show because I start out with Levi Man. I'm going to end the show with some Rhett Walker Band. Hopefully he's not copyright. I don't think so, but we'll see. I'm going to play Rhett Walker Band in the show. All right, so first Bible verse is Psalms 4.8. In peace, I will lie down and sleep for you alone, Lord. Make me dwell in safety. Ooh, man, that's awesome. And then, of course, the other verse, I'm going to scroll to the end of our website. Isaiah 43.2, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. Man, that just fits the fuel arrestor perfectly. And, uh, excuse me. And, sorry about that. And let's see. Let me read one more Bible verse. And let's see. I love the I love the Uverse Bible app. It's so awesome. Let's see. View all. Let me go to my Bible photos. And I just passed my, there it is, Bible. Boom. There it is. Acts 20, 24. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, task of testifying the good news of God's grace. Man, ain't God good? Ooh, that's so powerful. That's preaching right there. 
tell you, God's blessed me so much. He blessed me with this new announcing job on the weekends at Tri-County Speedway. He, he just blessed me with a lot. And I got to say, God's good, man. And he answers prayers. He don't answer them on our time. He answers them on his time. And, you know, I had to learn that. I had to learn that. You have to be patient. The Bible says pray without ceasing. Keep praying. Don't give up. I mean, just because something ain't happened for you in however many years or however long you've been waiting, don't mean it ain't going to happen. You just have to have faith. Faith the size of a mustard seed and keep praying. Don't give up. Don't lose hope. Because if God can answer my prayers uh, with the new job situation, you know, I've got a job on the weekends now to help. Oh, uh, that really helps a lot. And without God, without me praying to God and praying and praying and praying, you know, I wouldn't have got this job because you have to pray without ceasing. That means don't give up praying. You got to pray the same thing every day. But pray for something. Pray that God uh, prepares you for what's next. Because if you get it and you ain't ready to handle it, then uh, he and. and God's going to give it to you when he knows you're ready, when he thinks he knows you can handle it. So just keep praying and pray that God helps you handle it. And so I ain't got another caller calling in, so I appreciate Rodney Wayne calling in. and uh, Have fun this weekend, Cameron, Uh, or tonight, excuse me, because I ran out, but they're racing tonight. So that's awesome that him and... He's getting to work with, let me read his name real quick. Uh, he showed me the list. Dalton Cook. Yeah, Dalton Cook is on the pole for the late model qualifying and a lap time of 13.926. Wow, that's awesome. Brandon Overton. Ooh, big sexy Brandon Overton. Second qualifying at 13.949. Wow, Dalton Cook shattered that. And, ooh, Will Harrington. Look at there, Will Harrington, 14.257. Joseph Brown's in fourth at 14.437. And that's at Sonoya. That's a live timing for qualifying. But sadly, they got rained out this weekend. So I don't know if they're going to make that race up or not. But check out Sonoya's race page. So I'm going to get off live here. I'm tired. But uh, God loves you. Jesus saves. And let's end the show with a good song. From the Rhett Walker Band. This is a song called All Joy, No Stress. Talking about, if you listen close to the words, it's about having joy in your life, having all joy and no stress in your life. Keep happy, find things that bring you joy and peace. And watch the music video of this song. Rhett Walker is my favorite. He's a Christian Southern rock artist. He's basically a redneck from down south, but he does Southern rock music, but he's Christian. Pretty cool. So check this song out. I got that good news smile on my face. I got that feeling that the world can't erase. There ain't a single day I let go to waste. I got that good news smile on my face. I got that Song rocking in my car. A little light gonna get me through the dark. I got that beat, beat, beating in my heart. All joy, no stress, no worry. I'm blessed. 
it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.